how's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real featuring Mike. Terry. It's me, Fox. <laughs> and Dan. I've missed the memo again, but <laughs> we're treating ourselves on TV, treating himself. They treated all of us too, baby. <laughs> What'd you pick, Terry? I picked Dragon Ball Super Broly. So good to hear you say that. <laughs> I was I was a little confused by some things, and I was like, man, am I even watching the right movie here? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was worried about that too, Fox, because there's a lot of Dragon Ball stuff. Yeah, and there are three other Broly movies, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad y'all got the right one. But yeah, we watched uh, the this one because a, a, a while back we might have watched another Dragon Ball movie that really just put a damper on my mood. You know, it was really like soured. And then I was like, I gotta go back to the well. I gotta find the goodness in Dragon Ball again. Which it's easy, but you know what? I dove deep, and then I got in the mood, and I was like, you know what? This is the time. To redeem themselves, hopefully. <laughs> it's Dragon Ball, the newest movie that came out. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. We're going to spoil it, too. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it and come back. Oh, and we might spoil stuff from Super as well, because this takes place all after Super. So um, just be wary. Though part of it takes place before Dragon Ball. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Oh yeah, I had some questions about that too. Yeah. Well, well, let me give the the, the brief synopsis. Yeah, give give us an overview. I think Mike and I have some questions. <laughs> yes. So uh, I'm not even looking off IMDb here. There's a Saiyan that gets exiled because his power level or his potential is too great, and the king gets jealous. But luckily, that saves him because his planet gets destroyed. And years later, the very being that destroyed his planet ends up finding him on that deserted planet and uses him to fight his enemies. And that Saiyan's name is Broly. And he fights our heroes, Goku and Vegeta. And he gets stronger and stronger as they fight. Everybody just buffs up a ton in Dragon Ball. That's what I've noticed. Broly's like the buffest of them all, man. That guy's a unit. Man, he is. He has muscles. I didn't, you know, Saiyans must have like more muscles than humans. He has so <laughs> many like muscles on his arms, you know, like you've got your bicep, your tricep. And then Broly has like six other bulges sticking out. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. He's a freak of nature. He's got too much muscle, too much power. That's why they banished him. He was going to be the the first Super Saiyan, I bet, if he wouldn't have been banished. Yeah, maybe. He got squandered. But I guess the worry was that he might go mad or something, so. Yeah, he does get pretty mad in this movie. Just a little mad. He screams a lot, too. Like, I was thinking, man, his his voice like has to hurt after this <laughs> just any saying in general the common dragon ball thing <laughs> yeah anybody who fights in dragon ball like i don't know much about it but they all scream so <laughs> yep yep man even frieza gets a good one in too in this one. Oh yeah i i did appreciate frieza in this frieza is awesome he cracks me up every time i see him in this movie <laughs> he's such a little weasel 
<laughs> he is. I like his how they show his personality in this. Yeah, he's a little more like I don't know. He's very conniving in this. It's fun. Yeah, just to see him. <laughs> I want to see how this plays out. He's just like watching his Broly and Goku and Vegeta are duking it out. He's just like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> okay, cool. He's so full of himself all the time, too. I love it. I'll I'll start out here prefacing. I have not seen much Dragon Ball, like in general. I've seen a little bit of Kai, but I'm I'm aware of what happens in Dragon Ball, and I've watched another Dragon Ball movie that has um the cat. What's his name? Beerus. Oh yeah, yeah. And I did not like that movie very much. But this one was more my style. I'll just say it right up front. Like they they did a great job setting up this movie for somebody like me who knows not very much about Dragon Ball and I could still appreciate it. So I I like that quite a bit. Reminded me of watching um Godzilla versus King Kong a little bit. Nice. They they do do a good job with that. I'll agree. And and it works the other way too cuz it's like if you know everything Goku and Vegeta have gone through up until this point. And then Broly comes in here and starts smacking them around. It really makes you go, oh my god, Broly's a, a monster. <laughs> Which is pretty cool, I think. So that is kind of one of my questions, I think, coming into this, right? Because, you know, I think I think you're right on the money, Mike, with, um, you know, my experience with Dragon Ball is also pretty limited to... uh. You know, I've seen through Kai up through, I think, a good chunk of, like, the first Frieza arc there on Namek. But, um, and then besides that, just stuff from the games like Kakarot and Fighter Z, picking up little tidbits here and there. So when does this take place exactly? Because I was thinking Broly was involved sooner or he was different. I don't know. This, this doesn't seem like the Broly I was familiar with. Yeah, it's, it's a little weird. It comes after the anime of Super, um, which is the like the most recent series that Dragon Ball has had. Um, the manga actually has gone on after this too, but the anime hasn't picked up yet. Uh, so it's like kind of at the tail end of like the show. Um, and the other Broly you're thinking of, like those were all from like the old movies, and none of those movies are like canon per se. Like they're just kind of their one off, their own things, and. This is actually canon. Like, this is supposed to be in the Dragon Ball universe. Like, this is their, like, kind of reintroduction of the character, but kind of, like, change to match Super and fit into Super. So I guess... Okay, okay, that makes more sense. So then are Z and Super in the same canon? Yep, yep. Z Super comes after Z, yeah. Okay, okay. This is them making Broly canon essentially is what it is and 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 ruining his awesome motivation for hating goku in the originals <laughs> oh yeah he's a very <laughs> deep character in the old ones he uh he grew up next to goku and you know those little tanks we see as babies and uh goku was a really feisty young crying kid and he was always crying all the time and it made broly mad as a baby and then he somehow still remembers this as an adult and he's really mad about it <laughs> his character doesn't come off too different from that i guess he's kind of the lost wild man in this and yeah he's a lot more sympathetic in this one which i think was a good choice yeah they, they, that's kind of like the yeah the way they act is kind of the same like before Broly goes nuts in the old movies he was kind of a 
soft-spoken, didn't speak a lot kind of guy, you know, kind of in the background. And his dad had like all control over him. But um, yeah, it kind of twisted around a little bit with this, where it's like more about like his relationship with his dad in this movie, I think, rather than it is not as big of a focus in the old movies. I got to say, I kind of liked that even, you know, I, I, you know, I think it was a pretty classic, you know, angle on, oh, I can't get vengeance. I'm too old, but my son, my children will carry out my legacy of vengeance. But I think the way they go about it, being on that new planet and Broly's just like eating crazy spider aliens for sustenance, it like reminded me of like an ultra version of like Gohan's training in Z. Except his dad was there and was like, yes, this is good. I like this. <laughs> All you need is a shock collar and that'll make you better. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think Broly is kind of a lot like Gohan. He's got like a huge amount of potential just like Gohan does. Um, Broly doesn't like, I think it's kind of implied in here that he doesn't necessarily want, he didn't want to be a fighter, but he was kind of brought up that way throughout his life, you know, because his dad made him. Um like he's a, he's a lot like that except for that he he didn't have a choice he had to become a, a fighter rather than Gohan kind of doing his own thing. You know you know what it reminds me of a lot too is um Doomsday from the um DC comics. He reminds me of him a lot. They have a similar origin where like Doomsday's raised on the inhospitable planet and he just like dies and then the scientists there um basically force him to evolve and keep evolving and he just keeps dying um until he's able to survive on that planet and then he becomes this unstoppable monster who um fights and is on par with Superman and since Goku's basically Superman and Dragon Ball Z it, it fits in really well I think yeah I didn't even think about that that's that's kind of that's pretty close yeah I didn't even that didn't cross my mind at all but Maybe they were playing on that a little bit, that uh, Superman thing. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking that Goku's origin in this, because I hadn't seen his, I guess, origin story before, seemed very Superman-y. In fact, I pretty much, like, spot on. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Who's a pretty bummer of a start, though. I didn't know who, um, like, Bardock was. And then when I figured out, oh, okay, he's going to die, I was a little sad. Cause I was, I took my notes. I was like, "Man, I like Bardock. This is a cool Dragon Ball character." And then he's he's like gone <laughs> in the next minute. Man, me too. I don't know what it is. Maybe not knowing much about it, but I've always liked Bardock in like Fighter Z. He just seems like a cool dude. I want to know more about him. Yeah, this is the first time he's like quote unquote been introduced into like the series. Like he's had his own movie and stuff. Like. And like hints at him, you know, but this is like the first time we really like get to see him like in a in the series rather than just like glimpses, which is kind of cool. Yeah, he had an attitude about him that I was like, okay, yeah, this dude's a stud. He's like Goku if he's not a lovable goofball guy all the time <laughs> or what he could have been if he hadn't gone to Earth. They do have a good setup at the start of this movie. I think it sounds like they showed some stuff that they probably haven't shown in the series before, like this, what happens before Goku goes to Earth. I honestly don't know, but I appreciated it coming in knowing like next to nothing about Dragon Ball Super or where they're at. And they had a good buildup for, I guess, Broly and his 
vengeance arc that he was his dad wanted for him. It was pretty cool seeing, I think it was Vegeta's dad, King Vegeta, um, seeing him just freak out when he saw how powerful Broly was was pretty cool. It was a good build up to him. Yeah, I like that too. I thought that was cool. And that's another thing, yeah. It's kind of cool how they like adapted a lot of the old movie. Like a lot of this is the same. They just kind of go a little deeper into it, you know. They don't go too deep, but they go deep. Like give it some more depth than rather than yeah, just the crying and stuff. Cuz in the old one, yeah, I believe that King Vegeta actually like tried to stab the baby or something with the knife. I don't remember, but he actually like tried to kill it. Yeah, instead of and they somehow survived, so yeah, I, it's interesting, and it kind of, yeah, I, a lot of, like, the Saiyan stuff is cool in this, too, I think, where it kind of, like, I think even, this movie does a good job of showing that, like, you know, they're not all just, like, battle-hungry warriors, um, which I think is what kind of, like, what Frieza thinks of them as, you know, uh, but, like, because even, like, the guy that helps Paragus, well, he doesn't willingly help Paragus, but Paragus, like, steals a ship, he's like, man, I'm not even a soldier, I shouldn't even be out here, you know, and he's, like, he's, like, using a gun, like, and then there's, yeah, and then you see, like, Broly, how he gets raised as a warrior, we see Paragus's mindset, King Vegeta's, and we kind of see, like, yeah, like, the, I guess it's kind of like a nature versus nurture kind of thing a little bit, with, like, you know, how we see how Goku turned out, we see how Vegeta has changed, because we even get to see him in the beginning as a kid, and he's kind of a snarky little brat. <laughs> Man, I think that was, like, my favorite part of the movie. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Like, I want to preface with that. But I know TV can attest to this. I don't know why, but for some reason, I'm really hung up on the world building of Dragon Ball. <laughs> like, when I found out there were, like, anamorphic people on Earth, I was like, what? <laughs> this has never been introduced? They never told us. <laughs> so to get this intro, where, yeah, where we get all this insight into, like, Saiyan culture and their planet and, you know, just how they are and their, their society, their cities. Oh, that was, that was very satisfying for me. I feel like they're almost like space Vikings, you know, going out and raiding stuff, making money. Everyone's trading. Yeah, to be like warriors on raids. They take over the planets and sell them. They got to kill everybody on them and then give them to phrase it or they sell them to whoever wants them, I guess. I'm not sure. They can even turn into a big furry beast. Yeah, kind of berserkery, huh? Hmm. I will say, I guess as someone who's like, a lot more familiar with this. I did find this beginning bit a little dull. I thought it was kind of boring. Um, but that's because, you know, I'm very obsessed with Dragon Ball. I, I read all the stuff. Um, and yeah, it, it's interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think it goes on for a really long time before we finally get to the battle. And I mean, the battle goes on for a really long time too. But I wonder if there would have been a way to like break that up somehow. Like, insert like maybe they fight once and then they break apart for a bit and then they have to fight again or something like that just to, to get the pacing a little bit better what if they like did more with the fight at planet vegeta instead of having frieza just blow it up right away maybe have a little scuffle um that occurs first then that would have given frieza more motivation to just blow up the whole planet too <laughs> I was a little disappointed by that, you know? Like, Bardock is the only guy trying to stop the big energy ball from Frieza? Like, why was nobody else going to blast it? He's like a low-level warrior, come on! I think they all knew they were doomed. Well, not two, none of them turned into a Super Saiyan yet at that time, and nobody could stand up the Frieza until uh, Goku 
turned Super Saiyan um, in, in Z. As, as like, like a, I guess, you know, power levels as the show goes on doesn't really like matter anymore. Um, and I think that's kind of the point of the show is like, you know, because they have those scouters that's like, hmm, your power level's 200. Interesting, you know. Um, but that becomes like a flaw later because the people on Earth can like change their power levels because they know how to use their energy better. Um, but like as an example, I think they say something like Bardock was what, like 2000 or something like that. And then Frieza. Uh, states in the old show that his power level in that form is 536,000 or something like that. Dang. So he is like... He's huge. In outer space, yeah. <laughs> and that's only like his first form. Like, he could get way stronger than that. I think my disappointment was just, you know, yeah, like like the whole planet of Saiyans might equal that with all of them, but... <laughs> yeah, that's just his first form, like Terry said, yeah. He's not even in his final form. I have to say, my visual moment was with Golden Frieza while you brought him up. When he goes golden and like looks at Broly, he's like, Golden Frieza or whatever he says. I was like, okay. I'm Golden Frieza. You've made me exert myself. <laughs> I, I love Frieza's abilities. He just, he's so like, cocky and arrogant and weaselly it's he's great i honestly thought he would have been dead by this point like i i don't know he was dead they brought him back that blew my mind on its own but that's a separate conversation i think <laughs> yeah i didn't know that he just shows up i know he's one of the early villains if not like the first one that he fights in kai i, I can't remember exactly but he's like the second if you don't count the like saiyans and stuff the first big, like, big arc in Z, I'd say, is the Frieza one. Gotcha. Um, I remember him in Kai, and it was fun to see him back. So I, I did appreciate Frieza, but I, I want to talk about the fights, okay? That was my favorite part of this. Um, I loved coming in and seeing, at the end of the show, basically how powerful these guys are. That was... Something Dragon Ball always does good is the fights. And the fight in this delivered really well. It was, uh, I took a note, the first real fight is 55 minutes in before I think Vegeta and Broly go at it. And that was cool, but what I liked the best was there's a part where Broly is beat like Vegeta back. And then Goku's like, hey bro. I want to turn. <laughs> and then and then the music kicks in and Goku's like stretching and the music's like Goku or Kakarot, whatever it's saying in the background. <laughs> I was I was getting pumped. I was like, okay, yeah, it's time. It's like this the start of one of the new Doom games. Like it's just gets you pumped up and ready to go slaughter some demons. But this one it's like well, it, it works so well because it's like everybody knows Goku's pedigree, right? So it's like it's like, oh yeah, the big boy on campus is coming in to duke it out with Broly. And it's just like it's perfect. With all that drums and screaming their names and stuff. I'll admit it gave me ghostbump goosebumps when he was like Kakarot. <laughs> like, oh mm -hmm. and he's doing all his poses too. Oh yeah. I was not prepared to get 
as pumped as I was in that scene. And then they fight, and and it was cool. I mean, the fights were amazing and whatnot. So, but just that scene stuck out to me as I think my favorite part. I think they do a really good job of like escalation in these fights too. Like uh, when when he fights Vegeta. You can kind of tell, you know, Vegeta's going easy on him. Uh, he's kind of smirking. He's feeling pretty cocky. Um, but as as they progress, Vegeta has to slowly get more and more serious. Um, and and the trans he starts to transform. And I think the the movie does such a good job of like capturing the like sheer raw power that each of these like levels gets. Like he goes Super Saiyan, and then he punches him through like three mountains, and then eventually he goes to like God mode and literally flicks him and sends him flying. It, it's just such a cool way to just show like yeah the the different levels that these guys can obtain Mm-hmm. i agree when broly finally goes super in this is probably the coolest super saiyan transformation i've ever seen it's awesome <laughs> and i was glad he did i was i was disappointed initially when they were like hmm well he can't go super saiyan so i guess he's not that good and i was like wait what what <laughs> no come on he just toying with them. He didn't even have to go super to like beat or fight him in Super Saiyan God form either. Which that's like up there, right? Like top tier stuff. Like yeah, that's like both Goku and Vegeta's strongest form, pretty much. Yeah, they had to both go blue, and then, and then they still had to fuse to beat him only at Super Saiyan level. Oh man, I was so glad Gogeta was in this. <laughs> Like, I only know him from Fighter Z, but I love him. <laughs> He's so cool. And that's like another first for the series, at least like in terms of canon. Like, uh, Gogeta was always just like a movie thing. So it like technically wasn't an actual like thing in the series, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, they fused other ways, but it, it's really cool that they, they've added a lot of these things from all these different sources and like kind of concreted them for, for real in the series. I was very surprised when they fused together into one. I was unaware that was a thing that could happen in Dragon Ball. <laughs> I was like, they're doing this weird dance thing. And I like that Piccolo is just critiquing it. <laughs> it's like 30 minutes quick. <laughs> um, which, what a, I, I do like Piccolo. He, he may be my favorite character, I think. And Dragon Ball from the little bit I know. So I was glad he had a little cameo. Yeah, I kind of actually wish he was in it more, honestly. Uh, it kind of just feels like he comes out of nowhere. He's just like, what's going on over there? And then he pops in, he helps out for a second, and then he's done. Did kind of feel like they almost put the dance scene in just to have a reason to get Piccolo in there. That's just one of the things I've noticed about Dragon Ball. They've got a lot of characters and. I don't know who everybody is. Um, I think they could have taken some of the people out of this movie, um, like the the side side characters. Like, I don't know the alien's name who gets the major hots for Broly. Um, the green lady and her friend. I think they could have taken them out for me. Um, just a lot of the like goofy side characters in Dragon Ball. I just don't get that humor at all. I'm kind of with you, Mike. I think for the most part, they do a good job balancing it out. Um, but the those two are kind of weak, I think, in this. Like, I get why they're there. They're supposed to be 
Broly's like connection to other people outside of the his dad, right? Which is important for his character, but I I don't know. I think they could have I don't know done it a little better than what they did. Maybe put just a little more time into it to make it better. I was thinking like just cut him out entirely. Like let Goku and Broly have some interaction more than they get. Like they have really good interaction at the end of the movie, the very end. I was like, just let Goku turn him over because that's that's what Goku does. Um, we don't need the other ones. So this might be a hot take. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But I was kind of glad that Goku was in this one a little less. Boo! I feel like he's almost like a Naruto kind of character. Like he's happy go lucky and he wants to get stronger. Like, like we get it. We get what his deal is. So I was really glad this was like Broly's movie. And I don't know. It just had more of the world and more of some other characters, which made me as I guess, uh, probably about as casual of a fan as you can be without not being a fan. <laughs> happy. That's fair. <laughs> We get, I mean, we have, what, three entire series about Goku, so. Yeah. A lot of my favorite moments are kind of when it's not about Goku, like whenever, like, some of the side characters actually get to do something. Because, you're right, Dan, it, it is kind of the Goku show at some point, like, especially after Z, it feels like Super really becomes that way. Vegeta, too. I mean, Vegeta's the other main guy, but, um, yeah, it, we kind of know that Goku's going to swoop in and save the day. Everybody's going to get their turn. And then Goku goes ahead and, you know, swoops in at the end and kills the bad guy or stops him or something. We get it, yeah. So it is kind of nice uh, that they don't... I don't know. I guess I wouldn't mind lingering on him because I just love Goku. But also, I kind of... I don't mind um, just ch chilling with the new characters either because it's something different that I haven't seen before. He does get his awesome hype-up moment that we talked about, so... I don't know. I... I did really like Goku in this, and at one point, I was a little concerned that Goku might, like, get mortally wounded or something when Broly was, like, smashing him side to side, and Goku was, like, legit screaming. I was kind of like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> is something going to happen? Yes, that voice acting for that, I think he might have gone a little too hard on that, because that feels very, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Might be going a little hard on the acting yeah. there, TV. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting choked up thinking about those horrible screams that the guy's doing for Goku. He's like, ah! like he sounds like he's actually dying, which maybe he is, but I kind of thought he overacted in those points a little bit. I was like, all right, you know, you're a good screamer, but it's a bit much. I didn't feel like he was in mortal peril. I mean, he got hit like what, like two, three times, maybe, really? Man, more than that, he took his head and slammed him through ice and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's taken some big hits in the past. I mean, that I've seen, I guess. I don't know. I felt like, I felt like once Goku was like hyped up, he was like, ah, this is like a sparring match. I felt like he was casual. Then the screams were like, woo. I think they could have like, emphasized it differently maybe or something where goku like realizes that this is gonna be like or you know i've never been hit like that before in my life or something like that i don't know i just felt uh, the escalation of it yeah <laughs> the way he's screaming you're just like whoa okay yeah i i thought he was like legit dying and i, I was kind of like oh my gosh 
Well, he was in Super Saiyan God form, so the red hair, um, and he was getting manhandled by just regular Broly, so that's pretty, like, scary. <laughs> yeah, he was getting hit hard, I guess, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's a cool, I like, like, the moves that they're using and stuff. It's just those yells. It's like heart wrenching, and it's like I don't know, like if we we've earned that quite yet. <laughs> it was it was a lot. I've noticed like with Dragon Ball, it seems everybody gets beat up really good, and I never know how much damage people can take in Dragon Ball. And I was like, okay, is this gonna hurt him now? And it looks like it does sometimes, but <laughs> those screams were just kind of nuts. But. I, I wanted to bring up I, I love Goku's character at the end of this movie as well. I have I don't know a ton about Goku, but he was such a good guy to Broly at the end of this after Broly had pretty much almost killed him. That's why he's that's why he's an awesome character, I think, is he's he's such a good dude. Um he's always looking out for his friends and doing everything he can to help them out. And yeah, like you said, the end, and even when he like freezes him there and trying to talk him down too is perfect. Yeah, he he was cool, and we got the sweet ending of this movie where he they're like, "What's your name?" Yeah. And the music's playing, it builds up to it, and he salutes. He's like, "You can call me Kakarot." I was like, "That's like a Top Gun moment." Yeah, in <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> that was sick. I wonder if that's. Supposed to be like kind of a reveal if you haven't seen it either, because like they mentioned that baby that gets saved is named Kakarot, but they never call him Kak. Well, maybe Vegeta calls him Kakarot at some point, probably. I don't know. I can't remember. That's and- kind of what I thought it was. Like he was kind of getting in with his like Saiyan heritage, because like back when Vegeta first invades Earth and he's like, "Oh, it's you, Kakarot." Goku's like, "I'm not Kakarot. I'm Goku. Don't call me that." <laughs> But man, I don't know. It seems like he's like embracing it, kind of. Yeah, that, which is cool. I like that. Yeah, there's something he learned from Vegeta there. A little bit of pride, some Saiyan pride. I have a question about power levels. Actually, I know that the like Egyptian god guy Beerus is he like the strongest? Because there was a scene where he's like taking a nap and he's aware that they're fighting and there's a big battle. And he kind of like does whoo. He's like, all right, it's fine. I can <laughs> I can go back to sleep. I love that moment. Yeah, I love that. I was like, man, bro, or not Broly. Beerus is such a like stud. Yeah, because he's like the whole time we see him, he's complaining or he's napping, like he's super lazy and he's not doing anything. But yeah, but then it reveals that he's actually been paying attention, and he's like, oh, I don't have to worry about it. Perfect. <laughs> and then he goes back to sleep. <laughs> I guess this might be a spoiler for the other movie I've seen, which I don't know what that... What is the Beerus movie? Battle of the Gods. Okay. Slight... I guess spoiler for that if you haven't seen it real quick. He, he like, beats Goku, doesn't he? He's stronger than Goku. Yes, yes. Is he stronger than Broly? That's the question. We've never seen Beerus go all out before, but I would say yeah, probably. He is the destroyer god, so he's pretty strong. <laughs> I think Beerus may replace Piccolo as my favorite. <laughs> He's he is really good. Like I love Beerus because yeah, he is like this all powerful thing, and he's got like he's menacing yet like so relaxed at the same time. You know, like he's like 
I could destroy you if I want, you know? And he's like, maybe I will. And like, he is kind of like a ticking time bomb. Cause yeah, you might accidentally say something that insults him. And he, he's like, there's a 50% chance. He'll just vaporize you because of that. You never know. It's yeah. It's he's a very interesting character. So you might say he's like uh, how cats see themselves in their heads. <laughs> yeah, <perhaps. laughs> is. He had a cat moment while Goku and Vegeta were like sparring over the ocean. And he stood up. He's like, man, you guys need to keep it down. <laughs> I'm trying to chill over here. Well, like, that's what, like, right, like you were saying to me, that's what's cool about Beerus, I guess, is Goku and Vegeta are so indifferent to making him mad. It's great, yeah. That's kind of like how Bulma is with him too, which is kind of funny. Like nobody like respects his title, but I think Beerus kind of has respect for those two as well. Like just because he's he's been hanging around him for all of Super, pretty much. So yeah, he kind of they he's they've grown on him, almost like they're his pets a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, I I appreciate they took the time to put in that little Beerus nod there. So I saw that, and I mean, I got pumped for Beerus just from that. This movie just pumped me up, kind of like King Kong versus Godzilla, you know, did. So that's why I compare them. They both got me pumped that way. Yeah, there's a lot of cool moments. Just the fight itself is just so awesome. And I think the way it's, like, animated as well is really cool, because it's a lot different than the normal, like, Dragon Ball style, which is a really cool change of pace, because I'm so used to, yeah, the anime and stuff, but... It looks really good, I think. I'd say this is probably the best fight I've ever seen in animation anyways, or any anime. It's so, like, they use all the colors and the color palette. They've got multiple, like, camera shots. You get an awesome POV from Broly when he's beating up on Goku. They freaking, like destroy reality for a second too (laughs) yeah (laughs) they melt the arctic it's so awesome like they it's just like you gotta watch it just to see what they do it's also the best usage of cg in an animated movie that i've seen yet yeah they blend it really well i think together because there's some like good like profiles shots that are in cg and then whenever they have they use it to enhance the moves and show you how destructive they are and how powerful all these they're all gods essentially are and it's really really cool seeing that in the with the cg i think yeah i agree the animation is top notch i took a bunch of notes about that from even the small stuff at the beginning of their fights where they like take a step or they knock somebody into the ground and it vibrates throughout everything the whole arctic like shakes it's like the planet goes out of alignment shortly when they're fighting to the end like you said dan when they break reality and it was just nuts to the final kami kami ha oh that was so cool (laughs) it it looked so nuts like broly was down trying to get up and the Goku, Vegeta, whatever they're called when they're fused. Gogeta. Gogeta powering up and the the viewpoint is coming around them as they're powering up so you get to see the trail of the Kamiyamiya. And it shoots them backwards. It's so powerful. The animation in the fights was so freaking good. I love that. 
a lot of the uh, the special attacks in particular just look awesome. Like when Gogeta's like flying in the air and shoots like that, like just rain of blue lights coming down out of his hands. That's probably my favorite moment in the whole movie. That just looks so cool, man. It's such a cool move. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. I can't describe it. Like, yeah, Kamiyami Oz all look great. Uh, Broly rising out of the pit as he like, yeah, transforms and the huge column of green is rising out of the sky. Oh, it's yeah. so cool. One of my favorite moments, too, from this was just the little one is where Goku and Vegeta team up and do their Kamehameha and he does his Gallic gun at the same time and they're like posed together. I was like, oh, yeah. But I noticed, too, like the quality of the animation and the drawings is like really high throughout the entire movie. Like, most of the time in anime, like, the they save all the budget for the fights and stuff, and then they're extremely well-drawn and stuff, and then they save money elsewhere and don't draw people as detailed and things like that. But in this movie, like, like the entire thing is, like, stupendous the entire way through. Oh, yeah. I love that hand-drawn style. That's, like, my favorite thing in anime. I love that old school look, and this captures both the old school and the new school, I think, very well. It's like, it's on par with your name almost, I think, for just quality of the animation and the drawings and stuff. And they're fighting in this one, and they're not in that one, so that's pretty impressive, I think. I am a little skeptical, because the next movie they've announced, um, and they've actually shown a trailer for the next one and it's they've they're saying it's going to be all 3d this time and not um hand drawn at all so i don't know how like the trailer it actually looked a lot better than i expected it to look but i'm still just like the back of my brain i'm like i wish they would have just done it like they did with broly because it was so awesome yeah this is like the perfect usage of the cg use it to enhance not to replace though i'll i'll give them credit the Dragon Ball Fighters game does look extremely good, <laughs> and that's all C like 3D CG style. So if it's like that, then I think it'd be okay, but we'll see, I guess. Something I like too, which th this is, I know a lot of people criticize Dragon Ball for this, is how long in the series it takes them to get anything done when it comes to fighting, you know? It's like, let's spend five episodes powering up um, before I actually hit you and things like that. So that's... Um, I switched the Kai as well when I was watching. Oh, yeah. Kai's way better about that. Yeah, because it cuts out all that junk. You don't need it. It's just padding. And so I really liked that. This movie has no padding in it whatsoever for the most part. It's like when they power when they're powering up, they get like spend like, I don't know, five, maybe ten seconds to show an awesome transformation that like blows crap up in the background. <laughs> or they use like the awesome color palette to make it look stupendous and then they're there they're at super saiyan or super saiyan god or super saiyan god super saiyan you know and then they can just keep going it was, it's it's a n very nice change of pace and it's why i like it's one of the reasons i like this movie so much it's like finally we get a you know <laughs> don't have to wait 
five episodes to watch Goku power up before he goes and starts beating on somebody. I appreciated that, Dan. Like, I like that this was there have taken like 30 years of training in the show at this point, basically, and they're they're buff. They're ready to fight and they get down to it. There's you get the filler build up to the fight and then they just go at it. I like that. It's almost like like watching the show and have someone try to like describe it to you. Like they're like, yeah, he like powered up and said he was going to go super. And then they were black blurs in the sky slapping each other. And then he powered up again and his hair got big. And this is like, you're there. You don't need this guy to tell you. You're watching it all go down yourself. Well, yeah, and they make each transformation, like, so epic and, like, meaningful almost. Yeah, because even just going from, like, yeah, their normal form to Super Saiyan, when Vegeta does that for the first time, it is so cool. Like, and they do it in, like, a different way, too. They, like, add a lot of, like, greens and stuff in there. It's a little different, and I've, I've never seen a Super Saiyan transformation like this movie does it, but it's great. Yeah, it's really cool. Um Every time, yeah, every time someone transforms, it's awesome in this one. I mean, it's awesome, too, in the show. Um, but it's just, it, it hits differently here, too. I also like the music in the fight a lot, too. Like, there's the awesome, we talked about the drums and them yelling the names out of the characters, but they also are, like, yelling out some of their moves sometimes, too, in the background music. Which was pretty neat, I thought. And then they have like electric guitar metal going on. And then they have the chanting and the drums. And then I thought the orchestral score they had for Broly was pretty awesome, too. <laughs> oh, his theme was epic. The hype music is very like, it's kind of unexpected at first. But then you like realize, oh, they're just saying like the characters' names. They're like calling out the moves before they even happen. It's. It's kind of different, but it, it works really well. I was definitely okay with that. When they started doing it with Goku before his first fight, I was like, all right, I'm down. This is kind of like a wrestling match at this point. Like we're, I'm getting to see the strongest characters in Dragon Ball basically fight each other. And I mean, that was amazing. Yeah, that fight like really just delivered in every single aspect that it needed to like they knew what what we wanted to see going into this movie and we got like a 40 minutes fight scene almost uninterrupted the entire time which was just like nobody does that and it was awesome like they pulled it off and it's like that's i know when we talked mike was talking about godzilla versus kong I know, like, something I mentioned there is, like, I just want a movie where they fight, like, the whole time, you know? It's like, that's pretty much what this is. Once it gets going, it's like 40 minutes of uninterrupted fighting for the most part. Yeah, they did what I needed out of this because I didn't need character development. I probably wouldn't get it at this point. So I, I think this is, like, the perfect movie for someone who's seen minimal Dragon Ball to watch. Oh yeah, I would completely agree. Like, I would like I, I you know I, I told my wife I was like, oh yeah, it's a Dragon Ball movie. You know, I know you're not like a fan, so I don't know if we'll. <laughs> I'll probably watch this one on my what? own, you know. And then I got done, and I was like, man, I think we both could have watched this. I think you might have liked it. Like, they they give a lot of you know rehashing in the beginning, 
which was helpful for me. And I, I don't know, you know, people show up, but you don't really even need to know their whole life story just to know that they're a buff fighter. It's almost like watching like a Bruce Lee, like <laughs> the next challenger has appeared. I agree. Like I pretty much, I would say most people know what Dragon Ball Z is and like who Goku is at least. And that's all you really kind of need to know going into this movie is like, okay, Goku can fly around and shoot stuff and he's super strong. Like, that that's all you really need to know going in. Dragon Ball's always set the bar high for action in anime, right? That's, like, what it's known for. And I think, at least for me, this movie delivers on that. Still to this day, in 2018, when this came out, like... Well, I guess still in the 2021, I haven't seen anything in animation that is a better fight than this movie, right? This movie's like the, the pinnacle, I think. Yeah, I, I think I would agree. I'm trying to think of any other animated movies I've seen with like epic fights. And I mean, I've watched a lot of Dragon Ball animated movies, so. I'd probably throw it in top five, maybe. I don't know. I, I need to rewatch some stuff again there. There's definitely some crazy stuff in like the newer Fate series and the newer Gundam stuff, but this is definitely up there. An anime fights are always fun to watch. Sometimes I put on like a YouTube playlist of anime fights in the background and kill the sound list to my own music just because they're fun to watch. Like, and yeah, this one, I think the last playlist had a lot of Dragon Ball that I watched, but it didn't have this in there and it should have because I, I know TV, you sent us some of the old Broly movie stuff and they had like pantera and stuff over yeah. didn't they? like <laughs> yep. metal uh, pantera i think there might have been like a drowning pool song um i can't remember oh uh, i don't know but yeah back in those old movies uh, at least for the american dubs the japanese dubs didn't have any of it but the american one they'd throw in like yeah popular like new metal or something in the background for the fights and it usually worked really well i always thought it always got me hyped that's a mixed bag for me. I like original stuff more than doing licensed music, but, you know, it works sometimes. I won't deny that. Oh, I would take this music, I think, over the new metal, though. This is so fun. I mean, it's like Mortal Kombat stuff. Like, oh, God, it like makes you feel nostalgic and pumped at the same time. Hmm. Well, we have anything else about this one? You guys ready for some overall presentation? Our our final battle, or <laughs> I'm ready. The final four. <laughs> well, we've got a scale we use to rate these movies that goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We're all gonna give a little spiel, and then we're gonna land our final rating, our final power level at the end. Um, how strong was this movie? Before we start, you know, this movie kind of reminded me, um, you know, Goku and Vegeta. They they teamed up, but you'll notice that one of them got to fight first before all the rest. Um, uh, and that kind of, you know, I, I I think I've noticed a trend in our shows that somebody always likes to just top in and go first each time. So you know what? I'm not going to try and stop him this time. We're just going to let Mike go first. <laughs> just hop in here. Let him take the first crack it's at it. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> Ooh, put some drums behind that. Yeah, give me pumped up. It's go my Mike. turn to go review. Mike, I love this. I feel so pumped. Uh just like this movie got me. This movie got me super pumped for the fights and like 
I was very surprised how pumped I got when Goku was like stretching just to come in there. I was like, all right, yeah, Goku's going to lay the smack down. I think this is the perfect movie for someone like me who's seen like minimal Dragon Ball, but I have been around it, been exposed. I know what it is. And on top of that, like the fighting and the animation was amazing. I loved all that stuff. So like the Goku Vegeta combo, I'm going to have to Kamehameham this into a uh, buy it for Mike. Good old Goku, Gokuja or whatever <laughs> he was saying. Oh yeah. That was Trying to funny. figure out his name. Now the whole audience is like, it's Gogeta. Come on, say it. Say it. <laughs> you know, yeah, to echo Mike though, I mean, this, this really is. A pretty solid movie, even if you haven't seen very much Dragon Ball. Like, it, it, I gotta say, it's kind of been something I've been self-conscious about, you know? I love anime. Mm. I watch a lot of it. And I just... Ugh, I keep having a hard time coming back to Dragon Ball Z. Mm. And I feel like if I could just get over the hump, I could do it. <laughs> but... <laughs> Like, like I said, you know, I've, I've got tidbits from, like, playing the fighting games and from playing Kakarot. But this is, like, just a cool, like, martial arts action movie on its own, even. I mean, the quality of animation is so good. Like, I love hand-drawn stuff. And this was, this is, like, some top-tier hand-drawn. I mean, it's smooth. There's a lot of frames. Everything, even when they're not fighting, looks great. The music is killer. I mean... Ah, there's a lot of reasons to love this one. And it even throws in a lot of, um, I guess I should say, characters that I've come to to love uh, without even knowing anything about them, like Gogeta and Bardock. I feel weird saying buy it, you know, if you don't own any other Dragon Ball and you've never seen any other. But at the same time, I can't help but feel that I want to watch this again tonight. So I, I think I'm going to give it a buy because, man, this was a fun, epic movie. Yeah, this is a really uh, high point, I think, for like Dragon Ball movies. Uh, they bring back kind of a fan favorite character from the old movies and actually like solidify him in the story, like canonically. And they do a lot of other stuff, like fun fan stuff, like Gogeta, yeah, Bardock, all these people show up. Vegeta and Goku teaming up to fight Broly and using their signature moves together. That was pretty awesome. Like... There's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, yeah, the fighting's amazing. The art style's amazing. Uh, for me, I think the buildup is a little slow this time around. I didn't mind it the first time, but like I said, this is probably because I am kind of obsessive about Dragon Ball. I try to like read everything I can about it. I get all the games, even if they're the same game year after year. Uh, it's just, I can't help myself. Uh, and so maybe that's, I'm just a little too familiar with it at this point. But I, it is cool that it helped you guys out uh, with watching it. Because, yeah, I'm glad that it wasn't just like too weird and wild for you. Uh, I'm trying to think. I kind of wish they would have broke it up a little bit, maybe. Um, like with some fighting in the beginning or something. I don't know how they would have done it exactly, but... I think that would have helped a little bit. But overall, I, I think I'll probably just give this a buy it. I thought about giving it a watch it, but I was like, "What? who am I kidding? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to give this a buy it. Um, it's great. It's really cool. It's worth fight watching just for the fighting at the end because um, it goes on for like, yeah, 40, 50 minutes. And it's just such great action. Um, and it, it does get you hyped. It gets you pumped. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a buy it. 
Yeah, this is top tier Dragon Ball right here. This movie slaps. This movie's great. Like, I love pretty much everything about it. The buildup is great. We get some um, nice improvements on the Broly story, uh, make him more sympathetic, which helps out a lot with the fight and makes it more, like, sad at times, too, seeing what's going on. Um, so it's got a lot, it, there's a lot under the surface going on here, a lot more than I expected when I watched it the first time. Um, but it all adds up to that long fight, which is awesome the entire way through. Um, yeah, this is like, this is top tier. If you want some cool action, man, this, this movie delivers and then some. You want some good characters? Man, you got them in here, too. It's great. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have much else to say than that. It, it's it's awesome. Like, whenever somebody asks me about Dragon Ball, I always tell them, watch the Broly movie. Because it's like, like Mike and Fox said, it does a good job of being awesome Dragon Ball content while not leaving behind people who aren't as familiar with it, too. Um, and it sets a very high bar to get people into the series if they haven't watched it or have just dabbled in it some, you know? So, yeah, this is, this is great. Um, I want more like this, so hopefully the next movie can live up to this one, because this one is a definite buy it. I even bought it before I saw it, <laughs> off of the reputation alone. Um, and then I watched it and was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is sweet. This is so cool. So yeah, that's definitely a buy it. <laughs> I was reading an IMDb. The hype for this film was so high that the tickets were sold out in Japan five months before the official release. <laughs> People were pumped for this movie. That's cool. That's sweet. Well, I mean, Dragon Ball has been going forever, so I I think it's, awesome that it keeps making this much money the fans support it and it's still good it is good i don't know why it's so hard for me to get back to it i, I really do feel bad about it it like keeps me up at night i tell you what i'm not even kidding <laughs> i hope it does i hope it does you gotta watch it just watch kai if you do yeah or just read the manga the manga is great like that's the way to do it if you're really interested but Kai is the like the pretty much a really really good adaption of the manga, and it keeps everything and adds a little things here and there. But check it out, people! I mean, come on, it's classic. Hey, I was kind of curious. I know you said Mike earlier you were thinking Beerus was maybe your favorite character. Now, I want to know who is everybody's favorite Dragon Ball fighter. Lay it out there. Come uh, on. I got booed once. Maybe it's somebody else's turn. <laughs> well, my favorite's Gohan, who doesn't happen to show up in this movie at all. That's right. He's not in this, is he? Wait, like kid Gohan or like teen Gohan? Adult Gohan. This is controversial. Everybody loves teen Gohan, but I like Gohan in the Boo Saga the best. He's my favorite. He's, yeah, he's my favorite. He's cool. Um... I like his, he, he has some pretty cool arcs in Dragon Ball as well. And there's just like a moment in that Boo saga that like solidified him as like the coolest character ever for me. Um, but yeah, it's Gohan, even if he, he, he does get shafted a lot in the series. <laughs> he does, unfairly so. 
the next movie's supposed to be about him though. Like he's the main focus. So I'm kind I'm pretty excited about that. Man, I I'm a Goku dude. I love Goku. He's awesome. <laughs> he's he's so cool. He's such a good dude. Like he's super goofy too, which can get annoying, I think. But like when he gets serious, oh man. It's it's like some it's something else. When he gets serious, you know that crap's about to go down and something epic is going to happen, you know. So and yeah, he's he's so cool, such a good fighter. He's always getting super strong and buff and willing to push himself to the next level so um he can see what he can do and so he can like protect uh, the people he cares about too, so yeah, I I like Goku quite a bit. Is it me? Beerus. Oh, it is Beerus. I, I like Beerus the more I think about him. I think he's cool. I'd watch some more Beerus stuff, but I do get the Goku a little bit too. Him at the end of this really surprised me. I was like, man, Goku is so wholesome, but he can also lay the smack down. So I get it, Dan. Yeah. Who was yours, Fox, did you say? Oh, I guess I didn't. My bad. Oh, geez. I'm kind of a Vegeta guy, I gotta say. And I don't know. I, I love anime characters that couldn't be more opposite myself, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Man, he's odd. I just, I don't know, his arrogance just cracks me up, like, all the time. Oh, I found that scene where they were doing the transform dance, and he was like, hmm, maybe I'd rather see the world destroyed <laughs> than do this dance. I found that very relatable, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to fuse with a fool. <laughs> he's great, yeah. He, and he's got some really great moments in it, too. I like most of the characters, honestly. I think they're all cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so what are we doing next week? Who? I think, Fox, you're the last man standing in our treat yourself category. It is, it is. You know, I've thought long and hard about this. I've actually got a pick that's been on my list for uh, quite a long time. And in fact, I even started watching it one night. And I was like, you know what? This movie has already amused me in the first 10 minutes enough that I feel like I need to share it. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> and that movie is The Lair of the White Worm. Oh, my God. All I right. don't really know anything about it besides it's a British horror comedy. The, the intro did not tell me anything about the movie. <laughs> kind of just seemed like Monty Python, but in the 80s. So I think Prime has been recommending this to me for a while, but I have not Yeah, watched it. I know nothing about it besides that. That was how I came across it, actually. Yeah, it was my Prime. was like, hmm, this looks like other 80s movies you like. It's got a great name, though, so I'm interested. <laughs> it does. Well, in the meantime, if any of your listeners out there want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Run the Real, or you can email us at runtherealpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Do you like Dragon Ball? Do you like Dragon Ball Z? Do you like Dragon Ball GT? Do you like Dragon Ball Super? Or do you not like any of them? Have you seen the movie? Do you like it? What do you like? Tell, talk to me about Dragon Ball. Man, I love Dragon Ball. Yeah, hit us up. Have you seen, like, no Dragon Ball like me? Yeah. Hit us up. But yeah. Well, anyways, thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. This is Run the Reel signing off. Not as 
weird and wild as a tiger person news anchor. <laughs> Man, I wish they would have had a tiger person cameo in this. Man, I would have dropped it to a watch it for Fox if he had seen that. I mean, I'd be so mad. Why is he there? How did they get a tiger person? <laughs> that's just how it is. There's, that's how the world is, Fox. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should be more open, you know. Beerus is an animal, and he's talking around, too. That's probably why. I never <laughs> thought of that. Oh, man.